Welcome to Running Beer and BSA Podcast, where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 56. Today, we are talking about dreaming big, kind of getting outside of the uh, day-to-day and doing something with your life, right? Get out there and do something. John's taking a picture. Hey, buddy. Um, oh, I moved just a little bit too much. The reason John's tease- taking a picture is we're doing a teaser, which you guys would have already seen this by the time this thing came out, but we have a special guest at a special location. That's solid. There it is. That's solid. That's we'll uh, keep that one. We have a special guest at a special location. <laughs> so we'll say the location first, and then we'll get into our guest. Yeah. We're, we're going to go right into this. We're at... Is it loggerheads? Loggerheads yep. is it brewery? I want to make sure I don't. I always screw yeah. stuff. I don't. I don't look at it. What's the front of the menu say? It's uh, it's loggerheads smokehouse. So loggerheads smokehouse, the, the original, uh, the OG, the original, and that is a weird looking. That's a pretty gangster ass, uh, pretty gangster ass looking hog. Yeah. You know that reminds me of. It reminds me of Feral Hog Fifty K down Cincy. Oh. Oddly enough, I heard it's no longer. It's no moss. Really. Which is ironic because I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get on run that thing next year. But you're not now because no. it doesn't exist. No, you're but not. But we are in Medina, Ohio. And why do you ask? Are we all the way up north here? Uh, we have a special, special guest, Pete Kostelnik. Did you get that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Close enough. Okay. He's like, fuck uh, it. Better than most. Yeah. Nice. Well, how, how do you pronounce it? Well, uh, some people, you know, as the old country says, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it used to be Castellan Czech or Castellan Czech. Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, it's just Castellanic, Kostelnik, though. If you can just. The the lady on the Today Show, uh, maybe my biggest moment of fame ever said Castellanic uh, <laughs> yes. a few I, months ago. So I think we should take a quick pause there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys. Yeah. We the have, fucking Today Show. Yeah. <laughs> he went from the Today Show and then upgraded <laughs> to <laughs> running beer and BS. You, can you imagine like, <laughs> when, when, when Pete got the fucking text message? Hey, bro, you want to be on this? He's like, you motherfucker. Who are these broke yeah, bastards? Seriously? I'm on the Today Show, bitch. But yeah, if you guys don't know who Pete is, you haven't listened to any of our episodes. It last. I don't know, would have been from July until November. Yeah, you've been man crushing him <laughs> hard. Hey. Gotta do like, what you gotta do. Like hashtag MCM. Like, there's just pictures of Pete on Flores's fucking Instagram feed. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, Pete uh, has a hell of a resume. Recently ran uh, key to key from the Kenai Peninsula to Key West, Florida. Yes, ran that. Um, we'll get into the all of the achievements and stuff like that but pete thank you so much for joining us oh my pleasure it's great to be here yeah he's not too far away from here so that worked out relatively well of a, a location to find what are you doing still now i'm i'm teasing the photo how about we just do that after i because i can multitask i'm letting you talk <laughs> I'm i can multitask i'm letting you do the work I, but i'm listening very effectively <laughs> Uh, so as always, we're going to start with what's dehydrating us, uh, this afternoon. Um, like I said, we're at loggerheads brewing, so we're having some of their beer. It's funny. We asked the, uh, the waitress to head like a list and John was like, are all these beers yours? She's like, yeah, we only serve our beers and Miller light. And we're like, okay. And then not to, to pass judgment on anything, but it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, Miller lights on tap. It, it does. These guys are active on. Uh, these guys are super active on social media because uh, I posted that picture out there about uh, invading invading Medina. Yeah, and they've already fucking shared it off from Instagram. Like, got up in the story. So who here is not doing their job, like their actual job? Yeah, that that did that. I hope they're not on Untapped. 
They're not going to be like that. Uh, so what are you drinking, John? So I am drinking the Savage Stout. Uh, <laughs> I would argue with their description of their beer. It is, uh, so according to them, it's rich, full-bodied, ale bursting with roasted malt and has a nice chocolate finish. It's thin and flat. Well, to their credit, you're, you're drinking the beer that's written on the menu. <laughs> so it's still a work in progress. <laughs> they were like, we're not sure if we're going to continue doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it was pro- they probably just, just, you know, brewed it for the first it, time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the test fight. I'll, I'll be the guinea pig. Yeah, so Bye. if they listen to this, test it and go well. <laughs> just, uh, you might want to thicken it up. It's just, it just it doesn't it does it's just not there's not a ton of mouth yeah. feel to you know I mean it's just kind of like it's right. an easy drinker. That's I mean it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's only what six percent it says six point four six point four yeah so that's easy thirty two thirty two IBUs yeah you don't even that. know it's there yeah what about you guys? I think we're having the same thing. How do you yeah. how do you like it? I like it. I mean, it's a five well, what five wire IPA five wire IPA yeah. yeah. Can't, it's hard to mess up an IPA though. It is. Yeah. We actually just talked about it. Like we were talking about that. Knock. Noctera. Noctera. Well, I always want to fuck their name up for some reason. I have no idea why. And I don't know. It's super easy. We was at Noctera last week and we were actually talking about the exact same thing. Like, like if you kind of go sideways on an IPA, it's like, ah, fuck it. We'll just throw more hops in and make it super yeah. better. No, no, ever now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's like, if it went bad, you just, yeah, just dry hop it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just drop some more in and take yeah. it back out. Yeah. No, 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 no. So. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's, it's good. It's not bad. Yep. It's a typical IPA. Nothing, nothing crazy with it. We'll be having lunch afterwards, so we'll we'll post pictures, like teenage girls. We'll post that on the Instagram page. Yeah, I'm kind of stoked about the smokehouse. I didn't. I mean, for some reason, I don't know. Yeah. Are you? Well, I was like, well, that's my thing. Is like I've been trying to do all the plant based stuff. Plant based like, right now. So they have a they have you. a veggie burger. So mm, I'm, I might try nothing that. Like, nothing like a good smoked <laughs> veggie burger. Because <laughs> you know it's just frozen in a box that they have in the back. They use that to judge people. It's like yeah. in a, what's in a, with Talladega Nights. Yeah. yeah. It's like, who's <laughs> playing jazz? Yeah. <laughs> you walk out and your tires are flattened. Yeah. We assumed that the Mini Cooper ordered the veggie burger. Yeah. It was, you're not wrong. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, yeah. I get it. My, my car could fit in most of the cars that were yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have something on here called boar tails. Ooh. It's not a boar tail, which I'm kind of actually, I, oddly enough, I'm disappointed it's not an actual boar's tail. That'd be kind of cool. Would it? Yeah, fucking gnaw on that thing for a couple minutes, watch a football <laughs> game, gnaw on a boar's tail. That'd be cool. <laughs> sure it would. Um, I, I'm by myself. Sorry, right, we're going to skip our typical weekly stuff because we got so much to talk about. Yes, way so, cooler shit to talk about. Again, the topic today is dreaming big. Um, obviously, a very big dream dr- running from Alaska to, to Florida. Uh, there's a lot there. And we'll, like I said, we'll get into some of the, the details with that. But what is your your running background? Like what what started you as running? Um, you know, I just uh, it was really originally just to be in shape. Well, going all the way back just to be in shape for other sports. So uh, I'm well, other sports, I guess other sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I, I loved playing baseball when I was younger and um, it was really just kind of keep me out of trouble when I wasn't. Uh, playing baseball and so i started you know i i I loved um my family we would do trips out to like colorado and california and hike uh the 14ers or 14,000 foot mountains and that's that's a a family vacation typical family vacation you know (laughs) yeah so you know like mount elbert um you know it's kind of funny because like mount elbert 
and then a couple summers later did um mount albert in colorado and then did mount whitney in california and mount albert's right at like where the leadville 100 takes place mount whitney's right where the badwater 135 takes place so it's kind of funny because like i never knew about these races that take like these iconic races yeah um until maybe i don't know nine years ago but this was back when i was like in middle school right and um it's interesting to say you were like you would run outside of baseball because i remember playing baseball and that's the last thing i wanted to do oh yeah i remember yeah. coach would be like you have to do two miles <laughs> two miles <laughs> you're out of your damn mind do you, know, do you know how many home run trots that is sir? yeah there's no way i'm running t- 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 together at the same time <laughs> what get uh, out of here what position did you play in baseball i was i well, i was mostly a pitcher so yeah. uh, left-handed kind of junk oh. junk ball oh, guy yeah, nice yeah. knuckleball curveball oh that's slurve you know slurve. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i you know i it was kind of like it, my when my passion for baseball started to go away in high school and i was kind of you know i wasn't the biggest i wasn't like the most athletic guy i wasn't the guy that did like football and basketball and was like you know, Mr. You know, everything sports. Right. So, um, but I was still a very competitive kid. And so like, I was just like, wow, this running thing, it's like, you know, I go out and do five miles today. If I go out and do five miles, even faster tomorrow type of thing. And I just loved it. I love yeah. the, the concept of how you feel after you're done. You know, you don't have to, you don't depend on someone to like put you in the game. You know, you just, you, you go out and run and you right. just enjoy it. And, um, so I, you know, I did it for a few, a couple of years in high school and, um, in college, you know, if I always tell people, if I was like a naturally skinny dude, I probably wouldn't be a runner, but in college, like, you know, putting down too many of these IPAs, <laughs> um, <laughs> my, uh, senior year of, of college, like I, I didn't really run at all in college. And then, you know, fast forward three, four years, um, in 2008, I had turned 21 and, um, I was up to about you know, like 200 pounds. And so I was like, well, you know, not, I got to do something about that. I don't want to like be 250 pounds, you know, in two years. No, you don't work in a desk job. <laughs> I, I can tell you how bad and, that is. Yeah. And so when I was, I was doing an internship out in Washington, DC, um, one semester. So I, I, it was, it was like kind of like a semester off to do an internship and, um, I, you know, I was kind of back to more of a regular schedule. Uh, I was kind of stressed out, burnt out during college, working 25 hours a week, taking 20 credit hours. Right. Just like, I just like, I just said, no, I'm not going to run. But then when I was doing that internship, I was like, wow, I'm only, you know, I'm only working 40 hours a week. You know, I got to do something else. Right. So my time. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I, I fell in love with running again. Um, and then I, you know, that's I heard, not a bad place to start running either. Oh yeah, the Washington D.C. area is amazing. I, I lived right off the, I think it's like Rock Creek Parkway, or that. It's a really nice trail out there, and or it's just kind of like a paved trail. But um, yeah, and then I heard about like the Marine Corps Marathon, and um, it was sold out. But then I actually just bought someone else's uh, bid from them, <laughs> which is legal in that race, and so uh, I got into that race and. Um, just you know i I loved it i loved the training for it and i um you know i i knew a couple people that did marathons in college i was like that's ridiculous like i (laughs) yeah i can't imagine running 26 miles like i never even done done a half marathon to that point 
Um, but yeah, I trained for it. I did, I did a lot better than I thought I would. I was still probably like, you know, 180, 190, uh, when I did it. So I had some room for improvement, but you know, I finished that race and drank a beer and said, I'd never do that again. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> the famous last words uh, of those. Yeah. And that was just over 10 years ago. And, um, that next, but then, uh, going back to Iowa state, my last semester, um, met my now wife, Nikki, um, who was actually one of my roommates and cause I was subleasing from someone and um, <laughs> I, love it. I the, bought a bib off of someone. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm, pattern just, with I'm doing all of these, you know, just one-offs and <laughs> that's how I live my life. And, uh, that's um, awesome. she was one of the, four, one of the three other roommates and I'd never met her before, but her and one of the other roommates would always go running at the in, like indoor track at Iowa state in the winter, like around this time. And so, you know, I was sitting on the couch drinking beer, just you know it was a nice easy semester for me but then i'd think like well you know maybe i want to spend time with her and so i'll go run with her and so she yeah. the first time i ran with her we got like two and a half miles on the track and i had to stop to walk and she just kept going and left my ass in the dust <laughs> <laughs> so it was that, that that my excuse now is like the reason i run so much is because i'm paranoid about her beating me again someday <laughs> and so i was like i'm never letting yeah. this happen that'll again. never now, happen does, again. She, does she run yeah the, she does yeah she, she, she has done a marathon and i mean she's she's had some um knee and foot surgeries over okay. the last couple few years so she doesn't run as like crazy as she used to but yeah, yeah. she's a good runner so yeah. um so yeah it, it, so she you know i that's and then fast forwarding to now and people you know wonder i'm sure we'll get into this more like you know how do you get away with doing all these silly running trips and like leaving your wife at home for weeks months chunks of a year (laughs) and really um you know i i it kind of goes back to like the way we first met and first spent time together it's her fault yeah it's her fault (laughs) uh, because from there i signed up for another marathon and then should have been running on track if if you know, if I had met someone else and yeah. wasn't a runner that kicked my ass the first time I ran yeah. with her, and then maybe I wouldn't brought this shit upon got yourself back into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just a little bit of a rewind. So you're originally from Iowa, right? Yep. Yeah. I uh, went to Iowa State. Yep. And whenever I'm in a bar and I say I went to Iowa State, and this isn't even in Ohio because we're in Ohio now. All my life, like, oh, where do you go to school? Oh, Iowa State. Oh, Ohio State. That's awesome, man. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's kind of funny. And so and now, especially if I'm at a bar, I can just say. You got to really enunciate. Yeah. yeah. Iowa, Iowa State, not Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, we don't spell our state yeah, out. Yeah. So we how know do, how to spell our state. We don't have to tell everyone how to spell so, it. So so from <laughs> Iowa State uh, to Washington, D.C., to back to Iowa, how did you end up in Northeast Ohio? I went, um, went, kind of did a little tour day, the heartland, um, got a job in Kansas city and then wife made me move to Nebraska, um, <laughs> for five, six years. I, I but I, that's where I really got like serious about running. Um, so I, you know, I loved the t- our time in Nebraska. Uh, and then we moved to Missouri for a couple of years, um, to Hannibal. So I did like a, I did like a trapezoid of the like center of the U S it's just all like all this moving. Is it like work because of yeah, work? Yeah. And, like, for careers? Her, yeah. For her job. So like kind of, that's kind of one of our agreements is like, I'll, 
her her she's a chemical engineer so like oh, I, very I've, cool. uh, I I I kind of go and I I'm just kind of like an accountant guy you know works with numbers so yeah. I, I can work remotely or I can find a job just you guys are, yeah you guys are dime so. a dozens yeah, chemical, exactly. chemical engineers man those yeah. <laughs> they don't come around like so. you find a good chemical engineer <laughs> yep so yeah, she she works for Continental like the like Continental Tire yeah, company yeah. um and she's like in their the hose division so <laughs> Um, so she, yeah, she's been working for them just in different places and yeah. we've moved and hope to be here for quite a while. Cause we, we just bought a house this, uh, summer. So. Kids? No kids yet at least. So yeah. Yeah. Got eh. a little bit, of, got a little bit of freedom. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> They're overrated. Yeah. I mean, not going to get my comments on it. <laughs> um, so kind of going from that, your running background into you know, these big dream ideas. So, you know, you've you ran transcontinental from was it san francisco was the starting point yep. san francisco to new york yep so ran across there you know just saying he has the record of doing that uh ran from i got a question about the record by the way yeah. we'll get we'll get into that that was question. one of your questions i saw you had yeah, your yeah, questions yeah. um and then you know doing alaska and you know doing races like Badwater and that sort of thing how do you what made you decide to go hey i'm i'm running a marathon it's going to be my only one to now like how far can I go or how many miles can I run like in a 24 hour race or your mm-hmm. six days events or, or things like that? How do you, how'd you make that switch and like what motivated you to get there? Yeah. I, you know, that's a good question. Um, because you know, at first it was more, it was more looking at it as like a bucket list thing. Like running was always un- until, um, until I got into ultra running, really, it was everything was bucket list. Like, mm-hmm. do your first marathon, qualify for Boston, run a sub three hour marathon. It wasn't really, and that was the thing. It was like I was there was there was one race. Well, actually, there. I mean, the 2011 is kind of like the fork in the year or fork in the road year for me um, because you know I did a couple like iron distance triathlons. Um, wasn't really that impressed with it. I was, you know, it was. It was just another kind of bucket list thing. But, mm-hmm. um, that year I did my first ultra, which was a brew to brew in Kansas from Kansas city to, to Lawrence, Kansas. You start at Boulevard brewery and you run to free state brewery. Holy shit. That's it's a, it's a relay, but you, it's like 44 miles. And you know, so that was kind of like a low, like low pressure thing. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm so badass. I, I did the, <laughs> I, I am my relay team. Cause it's like, you know, you can have two people like you can split up that relay as much. So it's only however. 45. It's well, I, say, I say only like yeah. an asshole, but it's, so it's 45 miles, but people split it. Is it a two person team? If they yeah, do that? Then? Yeah. You, you, well, you can have, you know, like a seven person team for 45 or, miles. Yeah. It, well, it's like, there's like four mile segments minutes um don't be judgy so like i'm being a little judgy there's like 11 there's like 11 legs so um yeah usually it's like okay. a four or five person team some people do a two-person team do like 22 miles each and then but yeah i was bold and i was like i think it was probably over you know everything for me it, with running it's like over a beer so it's funny we're sitting here with, <laughs> with beers in front of us because it's like i, I got, remember i pretty, got somewhere special to take you someday yeah. i'm pretty sure before that race like the reason i signed up for it i probably signed up for it while drinking beer with my friends in kansas city and like um because they knew like i was kind of this crazy marathon runner to them but like this like oh man are you, are you sure you're gonna run 18 more miles beyond a marathon yeah. i was like I don't know. I'm going to try. And so, <laughs> I'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, so that was just, that was just an incredibly awesome experience. And I love the fact it was such an arbitrary distance because it really kind of like, 
it wasn't so much about like the but like who out there says like, Oh, I need to do a 44 mile ultra marathon <laughs> to get that off the bucket list. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, you do a 50 K 50 miler, hundred miler. It's very clean. But with that race, it's just like, you're going to run from this town to that town way down, you know, in over there. I thought, that's <laughs> how so, a lot of European ultras are though. Yeah. Like the, a lot of the European ones are, are like weird numbers. Cause it's just yep. from city to city. Yeah. It's just like how far that actually yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Hundred yep. K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, and then, you know, like a month later, um, with a completely swollen ankle from a softball game, I went to, I drove 20 hours overnight, uh, with some friends, uh, from Kansas city to the grand Canyon and did did my own rim to rim to rim uh by myself over a memorial day weekend that year and that was like another thing is like man this is so awesome like like i'm not worried about you know i guess it kind of is a bucket list thing to check off that you've done rim to rim to rim but it wasn't really you know so much about like i don't care how many miles it was i don't care about that and so that's kind of where it kind of turned into more of like just enjoying it and you know making it more of like uh, you know, I don't want to say lifestyle, but just like, you know, it allowed me to see things I wouldn't otherwise see, like go to the Grand Canyon, go to Death Valley. You know, it's one of my favorite places in the world. Um, for, <laughs> we'll, we'll hear that. Every <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm serious. Like, you know, you go out to these places. They're so unique because so many of these races take place in, you know, places that are very, people think are very hostile or very beautiful. Like, you know, I, did a hundred miler up in Minnesota, the superior 100. And that yeah. it's like, you know, people, no one really knows about how beautiful it is up in North, the way up past Duluth. And it's like the Appalachian trail up there. Huh. And, you know, to do a race up there, it's tough. And, um, there's mountains and it's like, whoa, there's mountains in Minnesota. <laughs> I, I've lived in Iowa most of my life and I didn't know <laughs> Minnesota had mountains and so I, it was, I did not know no, Minnesota had mountains. I didn't know there was anything north of Duluth. I thought that was like yeah. like just your Canada. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> like so. it's Canada light. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Bet. It was, so that's what it's kind of um I think driven me is there's just I, I feel like it's almost like, you know, you're you're on your own like little exploration with ultra running and uh it really takes you places that you didn't know were there because you know they're there's a few ultras that take place in like some of the iconic national parks, but for the most part, most of these ultras are in just kind of, I feel like very underrated, beautiful yeah. areas. Yeah. That, and that, that's kind of, and, and that was kind of the thing about running, you know, across America and running across North America was like, wow, I'm going across like some really awesome places that no one hardly ever sees right much now, much less on a road like driving but like yep. running it yeah now if you did you have like i'm assuming you took pictures or something like that because i know stuff i've done like people are like hey do you remember that i'm like no <laughs> no i only like i have no clue so yeah did you do a, you know documented pictures and gopro and all that kind of stuff to kind of mm-hmm. keep track of it people yeah 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 that and that's the thing like um when I ran from San Francisco to New York, I was so obsessed with getting the record that I didn't, you know, I never had my phone on me when I ran, you know, I'd look at my phone for a few minutes at night, but, um, I didn't document anything. And so like, that was like one of the big motivators to run key to key, key night to key West was every day, uh, every single day I had an Instagram post of like my 10 favorite, like I, I, some days I probably took a hundred (laughs) photos Yeah, and, um, I, you know, I can only post like my 10 favorite from the day, uh, each day. 
Um, but yeah, it was incredible. Like I had like that was my one of my favorite things about Key Night of Key West was you could only post ten. What's that on is the it? Instagram? Like the the amount you can put on a oh, single oh, post. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I was like, wait, I, ne- I was not aware that Instagram had a like, no, no, a, yeah. yeah. It's the if you like the single post. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So when you obviously the transcontinental is a it's a thing that lots of people have done trying to break records and just wanting to do itself. Uh, but obviously the the Kenai to, to Key West, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you how did you come up with wanting to do that? Like what? what gave you that idea? Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of, you know, the, the first, um, thought, I guess thought process was I wanted to do another transcon run. Um, because like, yeah, I just, I just, you know, I enjoyed San Francisco and New York, but it was kind of like chasing someone else's record. And so I wanted to do something that was like just my, you know, my baby. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, like first, you know, it was like, well, what do I do? Do I run from like Seattle to Maine or, you know, and then I, I kept thinking about it. I was like, there, there are two things I needed to get out of it. One was like to take photos and like kind of enjoy it. Um, that, that's a, that's a good thing to do. It's so uh, like for that you know, long, you, yeah, want, you yeah. want to enjoy a little bit of yeah. it. Yeah. It's all, you know, not, not worry about a record, but then I also had this, like, I, I did think about like, Oh, what if I ran like state of washington to like key west and i thought well it's awesome but like is it like is it going to be super challenging i thought well if i if i did it self-supported and you know i did you know 50 some miles a day versus doing 73 miles a day san francisco to new york i kind of would feel i don't know like you know like a it'd be like the the diet version of (laughs) running across america and so I mean, I thought, you know, I was like, well, how can I make this like more challenging and more fun? And so I, you know, I thought I, when I was a kid, um, in 99, that summer, my family, we drove to Alaska from Iowa. And I remember like meeting a lot of people on motorcycle that were doing, um, Alaska to Florida on motorcycle. And so I was like, wow, like it kind of popped in my head one day when I was out for a run and I thought, what what if someone ran from Alaska to Florida and they did it self-supported like that just would be awesome. And so (laughs) I I was like, but it's not practical because there's too many places where you wouldn't have supplies and this and that. And so like, I just like quickly became obsessed with like doing research on like how far between towns and stuff like that it would be. And eventually I found like, I think this is possible. Like I think (laughs) someone could, do it and then like i just thought like well where where do like a lot of alaskans like when you think of like going to alaska a lot of people go to the kenai peninsula and so i was like wow that'd that'd be really cool like i said i ran from key to key and like (laughs) unlocking my wildest dream and like this is perfect and so i just (laughs) kind of just like became obsessed with that idea and like i turned back like um like you know i had to quit my job i had to do a lot of things to make that happen and you know, um, there were a lot of times I was like scared. Like I would like wake up at night and think like, man, I'm going to get, I'm going to get eaten by a bear. (laughs) I'm going to get hit by a semi or like, this is going to be really bad. So (laughs) what was the scariest thing that happened to you? So, I mean, in truth, like truthfully, it was probably just the traffic. Like there were some, like, um, there were some days up in Alaska that were tricky. The first few days getting off the Kenya peninsula, 
but um, Alabama, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I like how you go all the way from like Alaska yeah, yeah, to yeah, Alabama. Yeah, so fast, that, that says a lot about you drivers in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, well, like. they just don't have shoulders there. And so like Alabama was just a nightmare. Um, well, because you're, you're pushing the shoulder and stuff yeah. too, so you need a little more space than just like your body. Yeah, and so you <laughs> know, like, it was no. scary. It's like, <laughs> and you know, I, I, don't, I don't blame people for honking at me because there were just some roads I didn't, you know, I, I, Alabama was the state I had spent the least amount of time in my life and like I've been to all 50 states one way or another but I probably spent I just drove through Alabama one time so I had no idea what to Alabama had what it to the topography or anything about that and so I just it was scary as shit <laughs> I <laughs> there was one morning I was certain I was I was I was doomed and um but no yeah that was that was probably the scariest part easily huh. um you know, logistics were t- was tough. Um, you know, like just kind of rationing food. Yeah. Uh, r- rationing trail mix. You know, and there were some stretches where I didn't see a town for five, six days um, with like a grocery store. So um, it was kind of scary. And then there were some like mom and pop um, like lodges that I was going to stay at that I didn't even know existed or not because sometimes like someone would tell me, "Oh yeah, that that." that lodge you're going to stay at in two nights. Well, that I heard they're shutting it down. And so like, <laughs> cause like these, everybody knows each other out there. So yeah. like 120 miles on the Alaska highway is like 12 miles here because it's like, well, that's like the next thing down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's the grocery store. Yeah. And so it just, it was scary to hear like people. And then there was forest fires too. Um, had to take a day off and then do a double day, um, through the night to make up for it. Um, and those forest fires were terrible in the Brit- in British Columbia. Yeah. So um, I, I, w- I would see cars driving by with people inside the car oh wearing masks. Oh, my God. Yeah, all their shit and, packed up. And, and you're just running. And I, I'm, I'm out there running, you know, breathing in. Like, it, it felt, I mean, it felt like I was standing right next to a campfire for three days. I mean, oh. it was just like breathing. I mean, thankfully, you know, I was never running yeah. at a very serious clip. Like, I was doing mostly, you know, 9, 30, 10-minute miles. So, like... Which you know, you know, it's it's some, it's an effort, yeah. but you know, I'm not breathing. It's that a hard. different audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I still I remember, remember. I remember when I ran at 9:30 yeah. in that 5K. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I, I guess we, did, we didn't get to this because we were talking about it before we started recording. But <clears throat> I met Pete. I was the first person to run with him in Alaska while Kayla and I were on vacation. It's so pure got, dumb luck, right? Yeah, pure like literally just was like. I, we saw him on the way out to Kenai. So I was like, this guy has a stroller. This is key to key. And I'm like, there must be another key in Alaska. <laughs> like, there's no way he's running to like key West. And I was like, no, that's just weird. Didn't think anything of it. And then driving back to Anchorage to fly out, we see him again. And I told Kayla, I'm like, I'm like, I should run with him. And she's like, sure. Why not? Like we had nowhere really to be. So she did a U-turn. We parked in the parking lot and I ran probably like mile, a little over a mile with you. Yep. Yeah. That was <coughs> awesome. Yeah. You're the first one to run with I had me. To slow, you probably slowed him down. Day, yeah. No, day three. Yeah. I remember that very well. Uh, that, yeah. Day three. That was a, that was a hard day. It was kind of rainy. It was yeah. a 70 mile day and, um, pretty tricky. It was getting off. It was, I think it was getting off the Kenai peninsula day. Yeah. And so there were some really sketchy bridges I had to go over and get yep. knocked at. <laughs> so, so going back a couple, cause you said something that really kind of caught my attention. You're talking about how running is like kind of just become a lifestyle. And like you, you, 
when you train, right? When you're when you're setting up training plans or something like that, do you worry about miles, like trying to hit, like okay, this this day I need to do X amount of miles, or are you more of a like I'm gonna go out and try to log this many hours, and and like I'm gonna run until I feel good. Like, what's your kind of your? Yeah, you know that's the thing. I I uh, never really had like a coach or anything, so I've kind of always just gone by. You know, and a lot of people are probably like, oh, no way. I, no, I go, I go by feel. And so, like, I know, like, a week in event, like, I know I don't have a race. Like, well, I, I'm doing a 100-miler next weekend, but, like, today I did I did a 31-miler. Yeah. Um, just, you know, which was probably a little stupid for, you know, having a race seven <laughs> days from now. But, yeah. Um, which one? Well, uh, uh, Beast of Burden up near uh, Buffalo. Oh, we know Beast of yeah. Burden. Yep. Hopefully, lots of snow. We'll see. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So like I, d- you know, I do it a lot by feel, and I think that's a, th- that's the thing about ultra running is, I think it's the re- you know I I ha- I've over the last few years I've had like a few nagging injuries like you know an Achilles issue or this and that, but um, you know for how many miles I've run these last like five years you know, really no like serious injuries. It's put me out yeah, not yeah, more than yeah. a few weeks. So, yeah. um, and I think that's important because like in, in like marathon training, like, you know, the really fast elites that, you know, go for the Olympic trials, like you do, I mean, you have to have be like on your game. You have to really maximize your endurance, but in ultra running, I think it's, it's more about just listening to your body because, yeah. you know, it's so easy to get injured. It's so easy to get burnt out over train or just, you know, you, you just, I, you know, if you can put together something competent yeah. <laughs> in ultra running well, as a, for a training plan, you're going to be doing pretty good. I, yeah, and I, I, I love that <laughs> mindset and that train of thought because, uh, you know, like you talk to a lot of guys, and it's just about being fluid. You know, like like yep. that that rigid that that rigidness of sometimes where people just like, oh nope, it says this, I got to go out and do that, and they'll beat the shit out of themselves, and you're like, fucking relax, man, like just yeah. go out yeah. and like. Do like, what feels yeah, good to you. Getting another hour in is probably not going to make like yeah, that big yeah. of a difference yep. down the road, really. Yeah. So, a few more like just about you questions, and then we're going to get into more of like helpful hints for listeners and stuff like that, and how to like prep their dreams and that sort of thing. But I noticed just like looking back on your your Instagram and your Facebook and stuff, you do a lot of you obviously do some distance stuff like across the country, you know, going for a record, like specific time. So we'll count that as like a distance race or bad water or anything like that, or a couple hundred milers. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer the timed races? Like the 24 hour races to be like, how much can I put down in this time? Or do you prefer like, how fast can I do this in? Yeah. You know, um, I I do like the timed races, although like the 24 is starting to become like, my worst nightmare <laughs> like <laughs> i just want to get rid of it but it's like one of those things that's keeping me like very engaged and running because it's like i feel like there's like unfinished business with that um so like right now i actually prefer like like i'm looking forward to this 100 miler next week yeah uh, like i love 100 miles distance like that's my favorite race i feel like it takes it's more, I mean, I don't want to say it's like checkers, but like to do well in a hundred miles versus doing well in like a 24 hour that, that, you know, if you, you can run a hundred miles and say 18 hours, those next six hours to get to 24 hours is just ridiculous. Like it's the 24 is just such a checkers mind game. Yeah. But, um, I, I like it, but it's just a very, it's just a very easy, uh, thing to hate because, um, and I'm signing up for a six-day race later this year, 
Which one's and, that? Uh, it's in the dome in Milwaukee. Um, it's like I guess it's kind of like there was one in Alaska like yeah. five years ago, and it's kind of like the the Redux is what they're calling it or something. Uh. And so, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard. Like you know, I, I deal with monotony a lot better than most people, so I I do probably like the you know small loop courses more like on you know on a 400 meter track than someone else does i couldn't imagine that shit you know yeah. who he reminds me of he's he's like a really young version of keith flint yeah we, like <laughs> we have a buddy we have a buddy uh every, we live like a half a mile from the track right he lives no no not even that he lives like like right down the street from the high school and for his birthday he will run however many years he is on the track wow yeah. So like, just as like a thing you know, to do. Yeah. Like doesn't tell anybody. But he also loses count. And yeah. Then, <laughs> so then he, he ends up doing more, and he so always yeah. runs the outer lane. He run, he, oh, he'll, he'll only run. He'll only run lane eight. So he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know, four hundred meters. I'm like, no, dude, four forty or something. Yeah. Like it's, it's like no. Like what are you talk. Like you ran fifty six miles. No, you did like sixty eight. You're a fucking idiot. You know. You're like. Yeah, like that's how math works, wow. man. Like yeah. the further out of the circle, you know. So yeah, yeah but like that yeah. whole like loving the monotony and like yeah. being able to deal with it. Kind that's of interesting thing. hearing the like the time thing though. Like yeah, how how that would men- mentally mess with you, especially yeah. like you know trying to do well in a race, like trying to win a race or trying to place or something like that. Like having that mentality of especially on a small course where you see your competition the entire time. Because I'm sure yeah. like in hundred milers you lose guy. you're by yourself for a little bit yeah yeah that, well that's a yeah that's a thing it's like in a hundred mile like especially like point to point you only see someone if either they're having a if you're dying or they're dying so like it's when when you're passing yeah. someone or they're, they're passing you yeah so it's like in a 24-hour race like on a small loop you know you yeah you get to see people a whole damn time like you're just like <laughs> and it's like, kind of who you are again yeah, yeah. and constantly so, engaged yeah so yeah. It, i don't know it's it's i i just like that there's so much variety because like i did my first six-day race last year didn't turn out the way i wanted it to but it was still just incredible to like go around a one mile loop you know six over days. 400 times <laughs> and like you know you really you think about it and like in that six day race, it was at the New Jersey fairgrounds in the time that we did that race, they had mowed the lawn twice. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they mowed. They had, you know, multiple field trips come out and like you know, stare at you oh yeah yeah pretty <laughs> look much. kids like, look yeah we'll there come were, back thursday they're still doing it there was a wedding a party a fireworks show a chicken sale um <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that went on it was like you know you, you kind of feel like like this is like maybe kind of what it feels like back in like when they had you know, people were punished and like, yeah. I mean, that's, I think how the treadmill started was it was like a form of punishment. <laughs> I mean, it's just like to, to, you know, it's hard to explain to people, but to like get your mind and, and you know, it's, it's totally different from like doing, you know, even if it was like a 400 mile point to point run on like a trail where you're seeing new stuff every yeah. time or like the uh, Moab 240, um, which I'd love to do someday, but um, you're just, you know, you're just in this like circle and like you're with these people and it's like, you know, you get to know these people so well, like most of them are in their sixties and like, they have all <laughs> these stories to tell you. And like, you take, you know, a couple of, you, you, you got 144 hours so you can walk, you know, a few hours and talk to them. And yeah. it's really cool. Like, it's just a weird, awesome experience. And like, you're just like, when you're done, you're just like, what just happened? Like that was, <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but I was on this one mile loop for six days. What's that race in New York? 
Oh, self-transcendence. Is that what it 3100? is? 3100? Yeah. 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 See, I've never understood that one because if you're going to go that far, just run self-supported across the U.S. Because that's the same exact <laughs> distance as San Francisco I mean, to New York. But that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Why go around a... It's a block, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, like a two half blocks? mile block. Yeah. 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 Like, why what's, do that if you could just run across the country? Is, yeah. Someone sent that to us, I think, about how yeah. it being hard... And like, you know, I read it, I'm like, like, people like come, they run, they leave, they go to work, they yeah. come back and knock out some yeah. like, ah. Like, no. Yeah, I'd rather run across the country. Yeah. yeah. I got a question about running across the country. I'm yeah, going to it. I'm going to do it. I got to know. I got to know. So you currently hold the record for it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> when the British dude. Oh yeah. You know, they, that, they had uh, they had uh, ES uh, on yeah. ESPN last weekend. Yeah. ESPN the News. Did they really? Yeah. The SC feature. I guess yeah. it's been on. Um, it's been on a, a few bunch. times. Huh. Uh, so that's how I. That's how I knew about it. That's how I learned. And the, about the, him. the guy. Well, so side note. The guy that uh, I just thought this was funny. The guy from ESPN that did that. Yeah. Um, whole story. He's married to Tara Lipinski. Shut so the I thought, fuck. <laughs> so, so I was just I was googling him. It's like he's more known for being married to Tara Lipinski yeah. than anything he's done at ESPN. But so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, behind, behind hey, every guy, there's a strong woman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when he was trucking across, yeah, in your heart of hearts, you're like, "Fuck this, dude! Like, no way, this can't be real." Oh yeah, no, I, I, I was probably one of very few people that was following him very closely, and I was, I was pretty pissed off about it. Um, because I, Dude, knew. I love the fact that you admit to that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No, I, cause you, you follow, I mean, and, and he kind of, that's one thing that kind of upsets me about, I mean, the, the, the ESPN story is it's conclusive that, you know, he cheated because, you know, they had an independent professor from Colorado, yeah. you know, say like his stride was like uh, 17 feet. At yeah. Or some crazy <laughs> but, <nonsense. laughs> but you know, it's, it's more than that. Like, you know, he's not sure if like his crew knew his crew knew because the thing was, he was, the, the, the RV was going, you know, seven, eight miles per hour down the highway the yeah. whole time. And so I was joking about this with my wife. If his crew didn't know he was hanging on to the back of the RV, you can't tell me that in that entire time across the country, they never would have like sped up to 20 miles per hour to like go get supplies. Like, yeah. hey, Oh, Hey Rob, we'll be back in five minutes. We yeah. got to go oh, get to go fill dude, up. But the, no, his crew rape. I never even thought about yeah, that. Well, that's what ESPN didn't. That's the guy. See the guy at ESPN. I don't think he, he he didn't dig into the data enough to realize that like he was going like they had a live tracker yeah and like like Marcus Mueller is kind of a guy I think he lives out in Oregon he he fought he was following along he was like the one critic that was always like you know looking at his data and like wow like it's amazing how consistently you're going seven eight miles per hour through the night and then once the sun comes up it's like you turn into like you it's very sporadic data points huh um and so that's the reason why I think his crew was in on it. It was because, you know, they, they start going 40 miles per hour, you know, randomly. Yeah. Someone's yeah. going to see his tracker is going yeah. way too fast. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was just a, I was very upset about it, but then, uh, I was very happy when he, you know, when, when Laz bill and, um, Mike and, uh, Ray went out and followed him across the kind of fronting mountain. Yeah, yeah. From like, I think Illinois to Indiana, they were tracking him. So, so, and I'm on, but like, I love the fact that she admitted to being pissed off about, cause I, oh, think, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are like, no, you know, what? <laughs> me, I'm like, fuck this like, I'm going yeah. out, I'm finding this dude. I thought about it. I thought about driving out cause yeah. I, I lived in Nebraska at the time. I thought about driving down, you know, and, and checking it out in the middle of the night. I just never had the time. So a lot of us have watched, um, 
uh, when when Speedgoat breaks the uh, 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 the trail, the Appalachian Trail record, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Jurek comes out and supports him, like they're super supportive. Yep. If someone's doing it fairly, right? Yeah. If someone's doing it legit, are you like, yeah, man, I'm gonna help you do it? Or are you so uberly competitive? Yeah. You're like, I can't help they don't make it's it. It's tough because, like, I you know the guy that held the record before me had it for 36 years. Yeah. And part of me like doesn't want to let go of it quite yet. So like if someone like, well, my friend Phil McCarthy and I didn't get to see him because I was up in, I don't know, Canada at the time. Cause actually the route that I took and I think most anyone that would run San Francisco and New York goes like a 10th of a mile from where I live, live in Brunswick. Uh, Oh, Yeah. So oh, uh, Center Road 303. He's, he's out there tripping him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and see you later. So, <laughs> no record for you. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy style. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I you know, I would, um, yeah, I would definitely go out and see them. You know, if they're coming through my backyard, yeah. you know, I'd wish them. I'd probably go out and run with them for a while if I could. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know if someone broke my record, you know, they'd give me a chance to go break it, you know, break their record. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, I, so from that lens, I don't really, you know, I'm not too worried. Like someone, you know, records were meant to be broken. So yeah, right. I feel like I'm young. Like if I broke it when I was like 50 and then, you know, knew that I'd really never have a chance again to, yeah. to go out and do it. Maybe I'd be a little bit more pissed off, but <laughs> no, I, you know, I, yeah. I, cause I think, you know, when it gets attention, I think that's good. A good thing. Like, I feel like, um, it's kind of it kinda, running across America for speed kind of went away for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were probably decades went by where there wasn't like a legitimate attempt to break yeah. the record. So right. I um, love it. I love both answers. Yeah. It's like one. It's exactly what you wanted. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like this is what I hope. Like that was going to make or break the interview. I think like, we're yeah. we, we were right up. I'm like, I got these three. Qu- I have three questions. We I'm weren't like, even. We were barely out of. We weren't even out of town. We were across <laughs> the railroad tracks. He's like, dude, three questions. I'm going to ask him. I, I only want to hear three. Actually, yeah. that's all I want to hear. There's I, certain I, things I need to hear. I need to hear this yeah. right now. So, I'm going to. We're going to kind of turn into the the fact of how can we help some people with their with their dreams and goals and like just you know making them reality, but. How do you, I listened to you on, I think it was the extra mileless podcast. Talk about how you got so consumed in the planning for Alaska. Like you forgot your uh, salt tabs. Oh, yeah. Cause I remember we ran in there and like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, I have salt tabs. You're like no self support. And I'm like, ah shit. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> so you had to grab the salt sugar. How do you get from, how do you not be consumed uh, by the big idea and, and still pay attention to the smaller details of things? Cause obviously to run across the country or run from Alaska there or really any race doing a hundred miler. You have the big picture of, I need to hit these things. I need to do this, but how do you not get too focused on that and don't lose sight of the details? Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy too because you know, was, there was probably like, I, I think there was a point where I probably did like get a little nonchalant once I got into the groove of the every of the day to day with key to key. Like, right. um, but yeah, I think, you know, the thing for me has always been like, just when you go out to do something like you're, you know, it was, it was kind of painful, you know, to not be making money, you know, leave a job. And like, so that for me, that was kind of like the motivation is like, don't screw this up, Pete, because like, you're not getting paid to do this. You're out, <laughs> like, you're paying to do this. Yeah, You're literally paying. To yeah. Do it. So I guess that's kind of the way it is for me. Like you kind of like, sometimes you just have to like make it like a thing of economics, like if you're going to go out and do this and like take off work for half a year, like make it, <laughs> go out and do it right and do right. it. Like get, 
um, you know, get people around you. Like, thankfully, I have a sister who, you know, was working the whole time teaching, but she um, was always, like, collaborating with me every day on the route, which is, like, the most important thing. Right. And so, you know, and so getting, like, people, getting a support team around you is really important. And um, for me, like, one thing I promised myself was, like, if something goes wrong in this run, like, I'm not going to get all... I'm not going to get pissed off. Like, you know, I probably did a few times, but in reality, but, um, you know, don't lose your cool because that's where, you know, things go bad is, you know, you you just snowball out of control. Like, you know, if you have a bad day or if you need to take a day off, do it because, um, and and have different levels of goals too. Like, don't like my a goal, like was to finish in a hundred days. And, I had a B, C, D goal as well. Yeah. And so, like, for a while there, when the forest fire came out, like, I didn't, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't need to be a hero. I could take a day off. Right. And not worry about it because I had that D goal. It was just, just to finish. I would have right. quickly added a Z goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just get to the U.S. Yeah. Get back to the U.S. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't end up on a burn ward. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to throw that one on there. Like... <laughs> But I, I think for me, it's just like it's I, I, I find like I think that's fun, like the yeah. planning and like the logistics and like the challenge of knowing that there's only one gas station for the next 200 miles <laughs> and you have to like really just like be in the zone. Like I, I enjoyed that. Like I was just the only thing was like I was just people kept telling me I was going to get eaten by a bear. So like <laughs> that was probably taking up way yeah. too much of my mind. Like the first, I remember when I saw weeks. you, you had, I think you had your phone, you had a water bladder and bear spray yep. was all that was on top of the stroller. Yeah. Everything else was like packed inside, yeah. yep. but that was the only thing out like just in case, man, because yeah. they're not slow. <laughs> You're not yep. going to outrun the bear. <laughs> I mean, you didn't choke out a mountain cougar. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I, I, I heard that story. I wonder if like, because they didn't mention on the news who that guy was or nah. lady or I don't know nah. who it was, but that um, dude one hundred percent has some some other training behind oh, him. Oh yeah, there's no yeah. that wouldn't have been my first thought is yeah. go for the throat. Yeah. yeah. My first thought would have been like ah! <laughs> like that dude one hundred percent has some additional background training yeah. that they, they're not bothering to share for whatever reason. Yes. You know, <laughs> like there's no way they work for some secret agency. Yeah, yeah. So you talked about the like having a good support, and I guess this kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier, wanting to get into. But we said we weren't going to do it until we recorded about his wife and stuff like that. Do you want to ask oh. that stuff? Yeah, go lead it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So having a good support, I know how, how important a, good, a yeah. good support, and we know how it is yeah. in general because uh, we've we've both said if you want to have the best possible crew, it's his wife and my wife. Of like, it's not even like around. his wife's a runner. My wife is not, but even then, it's my just wife's a, mean too. Yeah, she <laughs> like is you are super mean. So you are not. He you ran, are not. He was in. He was in Tahoe, uh, doing Tahoe two hundred, and he was it right around halfway, right? Oh no, it was dead. It was one hundred three, and he's like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. The guy he was running with had uh, what was it? Uh, he had a pulmonary, pulmonary. edema. He, oh, he got shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real so deal shit. Some, I've heard some really bad stories about Dude, people that do yeah. that. Is yeah. that. So did they do the 200 at the same time? That was a 200. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a 200. So there were, yeah. he was like 80 in, 85 ish in. Eight, yeah. And yeah. when, when the buddy was like, he's like, I feel like I'm drowning when I'm laying down. I'm like, uh, that's not good. So they got him like off. Tired. <laughs> so then basically John's now having to do the rest of this race by himself. He gets halfway says i have enough of it you know we've been tracking him he turns in his timer does all this yeah, stuff yeah. and she literally was like no <laughs> she like calls go, him she calls him because he's not there she just calls him go back and get your timer now yeah like, yes ma'am yeah like, 
That's awesome. But so like having, having support obviously from your wife is so important. So how does she, we kind of talked about it before we started uh-huh. recording, but how does she handle all of this? Yeah. You know, it's, um, I, she just does like <laughs> she, you know, it's like, you know, and it, I guess that's kind of just the way we are. Like it's, you know, and like, as I was kind of alluding to earlier, yeah. like I, you know, if I go out and do a race and she's not, you know, she, she comes to a lot of my races and it's, you know, it's fun to have her there, but then, um, you know, I can't expect her to come to every race I do. Cause it's, I mean, I, she has a real job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she, she, you know, someone's got to pay the house note. Yeah, no. Who else is going to afford my bad habit? Yeah. <laughs> and so like she, um, yeah, she, it's kind of always the way we've been. Like we, you know, like if there's like a, like if I have like a friend that's getting married, like, and she, she's never met the person, like she does, I don't make her feel obligated to come, you know, to a wedding where she's yeah. going to be sitting in the corner the whole time. And I, I guess that's just kind of the way we are. Like we feel like we're kind of closer because we're not close sometimes, like oh, yeah. geographically, yeah. Yeah. like we're not, you know, pissing each other off by like making each other, you know, feel obligated to do like 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 she came out to see me in north dakota um about the halfway mark yeah oh and we you know we made it fun like she was still working during the day and then she like come out and run with me at you know in the evening and um but no like you know that's kind of the thing like you know I'm, i i you know i'm i'm not too bent out of shape on where we live so like i say like i'll move anywhere you get a job but then yeah. you know i have this running thing on the side i guess <laughs> that I, I, I take kind of seriously and so um <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and it's awesome because I, I feel like she genuinely, you know, wants me to be happy. And then she knows that running makes, you know, going off and doing running things makes me happy. So, you the, know, she's yeah. very supportive of that. The phrase, the phrase, you're being a jerk, go get a run in, has been said <laughs> at least once in your house, hasn't it? You're being a jerk, go get a run in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she, well, see, I feel bad because <laughs> for a while... Like I don't train this crazy anymore, but there was a time where I was like doing 30 miles a day. Yeah. And like, you, you know, you, you do the math and you know, if you're working, you know, if you're working eight, nine hours a day and you're wor- running 30 miles a day, you're not really having any time right. yeah. to like be at home, like not running or working. So, so yeah, she knows that I'll go out and get my runs in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about it before. I think John, you're in the he's in the little boys' room, but he had said like uh, he'll go out to races, and his buddies are like having to like text their girlfriends or wives like like yeah. every few hours, like clockwork. Yeah. And, and he's like, "What are you guys doing? Yeah, what's going on?" And he's like, "He's like, he's like, when was the last time you talked to your wife?" He's like, "I don't know, a few days ago." <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that's I mean, that's a great. I mean, that's good support right there. That's, that's what you good. need. That's good. Yeah, that's what you need. All right, so let's get into some. Uh, some people steps. So we've kind of talked about like focusing on the details and that sort of thing, but how, what kind of encouragement can you give people of, you know, don't sell yourself short on your dreams. You know, like you have these ideas or, you know, you first thought like, Hey, that'd be pretty cool if someone did that. And they're like, well, that someone could be me. And then you yeah. went and do that. How do you, how do you take that like dream and make it a reality regardless of what it is, if it's running your first half marathon or going to run your first marathon or whatever the case might be. Yeah, you know, I I think it's, you know, taking pleasure in knowing that you're doing something that a lot of people say they're going to do. And so, like, that's one thing I've always loved is, like, I I don't know if, like, love is the right word, but, like, I love seeing people say they're going to do something and know that they're not because of, like, the way that they 
go about it, you know, and, and like, so my thing has always been like, if you're going to do something, you have to do it now. And like, never, like anytime you push something out, like say, Oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm working towards, you know, five years from now doing a, a marathon, which is great, but just like, why not today? Like, why not do it? Yeah. Why, why not, not start Why that? not walk a marathon if you can't run it? Man, like, yeah. you know, we just, got, we got to get him down to Delaware. <laughs> you go to Stas, it's going to be bad news. We, That's, yeah. we well, got to, we got to tell him your, your hundred steer, how you signed up for Mo. Yeah. So it's, it's hilarious. Like it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a table you are. So, so oh, yeah. the, the running, background we both kind of 100% me the background I come from is like there's this running group down in Delaware right yeah it's called possum team possum okay and it's called that because their 50k is called playing possum 50k but they have there's a there's a there's a brewery in Delaware called Stosh Brewery and it has become it's like your local hometown pub it has become very synonymous with with team possum but they have this big, huge table in there, and it's the table of woe. And <laughs> literally, if you sit down that and you get a handful of pints in, you're signing up for something. You're signing up for something. Something. Perfect. Because, because yeah. the, the thing is, is like there is like some legitimate legends that just coincidentally enough live in Delaware. Oh yeah. And if those old school fuckers dudes get to hear you <laughs> talking trash, <laughs> it's going down because yeah. they're going to put like they're going to do what you just did. Like why? Why are we waiting? So yeah. my story, like the way I did, I, the way I signed for my first hundred ever, was it was it was like three thirty in the morning. We Perfect. have we have this pub yeah. all the <laughs> we have this pub all the way closed down. The the owners are being super cool with us because we go there too often, and we're sitting there chopping it up. And like I'm listening to a guy who has ran a dozen plus hundred milers at Mo yeah. Mo one hundreds. Oh wow, he has uh, so many of them. And sitting there, and I'm listening to another guy who's ran one, and I've listened to a guy who's ran a couple hundreds, and I'm like, I'm sitting down there, and like, I have like a 50K under my belt, and I'm like, drunk. I'm going to do 100. Do you guys want more? Yeah, can I get, uh, can I do the barn burner, please? Yeah, tall. Yeah. I'll do the same. I'll, I'll do the same that I had. Yep. Yep. The same that he had. Thank you. So awesome. so we're sitting there and uh, that's I'm how like, you place an order. Yeah. that's good podcast listening <laughs> yeah. right there. So I'm like I'm like I'm I'm, I'm gonna do a hundred, okay. and then lo and be, like that night, like ultra sign up gets opened up. Yeah, two things that make the table whoa notorious: beer and iPhones, man. Yeah. Like, with the invention <laughs> of the smartphone, that table whoa. But that's exactly what they said to him. Is it, he was they asked him about the hundred thing, and he goes, I don't know. Like I'm, like, I'm afraid to fail. Like my big it. thing is like mm-hmm. I it's like just up to I that think that's point. That's what it is too. Yeah, like it's one percent. It's one percent of the failure fix. Up to that, that point in my life, you know, lucky for me, I'd never really quote unquote failed at anything. I've always just been lucky enough to like get through. Make it, it so, work. Yeah. So yeah. the thought of the hundred, I'm like, I don't know. I, 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 I'd hate to fail at it. Like I, and, and, and the one guy who has is one for one on him. He's like, well, if you're afraid of failing, you'll never do it. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, well then if that's the, if that's <laughs> Here the we pace, go. I, like, let's just sign this up. Yeah. Like, like that reality check of like, no, you got to embrace the fear of failure and uh-huh. just like accept that that's, that's a possibility. So do everything you can to eliminate that possibility. So yeah, that's, and it's been a slippery slope of stupidity for me ever since. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like, you know, uh, so. Yeah, well, then that's the thing. I don't, I don't know if I was wearing these socks when I saw you in Alaska on day three, but 
I had this pair of socks, and like people kind of make fun of me, like, "Oh, did you like put on the wrong socks this morning? Like they don't match." Right. Because one one sock, like they're kind of longer socks, and one was like, uh, like pictures of like a uh, like a lady with a, a swim cap on diving into water, <laughs> and then the other sock was sharks swimming or yeah. a guy swimming it around, and there were sharks so like in a wet. He was in a wetsuit. Yeah. And like so, I was like, I love like on my tough days, and I'm guessing I wore them on day three because it was a seventy plus yeah. mile day. Uh, on my tough days, I'd always wear those socks because it was like. The, the the one sock is dive in the deep end and then the other ones and swim with the sharks. And so like that was like kind of like yeah, you know deep what? thoughts with deep those thoughts. Were my other slogans uh, from Kenai was uh, just like I didn't know what I was Thank doing. So like I, I, I didn't you know, I, I had all these details planned out, but um, at the end of the day, I didn't know what I was doing and uh, no one had ever, you know, run self-supported from Alaska to Florida and I didn't really have like anybody to reach out to. So I was just right. kind of doing some bold and like, you know, just, just, that's what you got to do. Like I've, I've met people that went from couch, you know, not just couch to 5k, but couch to hundred miler yeah. in like yeah. under two years. So you can't tell me that, you know, you're a seasoned marathon runner and you want to wait till some, till your 50th birthday or till 2020. But oh, that's what the thing is like, I'm, I'm telling people like, well, all these people are waiting until 2020 to qualify for Boston or this and that. And it's like, just do 2019, make it your year. Yeah. Like, like just, just do it now. Get, yeah. Do uh-huh. while no one else is doing it. And like, that's the one thing I, I cannot stand, especially with like runners that are older than me. They're always like waiting to like, Oh, I'm going to wait till I can win my age group or something. And then it's <laughs> like, well, then you get injured and you don't do it. And right. Like, that's the way it happens. Yeah. Two thirds of the time. So that's like my <laughs> biggest thing is like, just do it now and like the process of elimination of like you getting to your goal is a lot better just because like people quit and they they lose focus on that and yeah. so if you're focused you'll get to something very quickly if you just make it a you know drink a couple beers and say you're gonna do it <laughs> yeah. yeah do it <laughs> that's what kayla said because <laughs> whoa, whoa. i'm trying to do uh or i'm in the process of doing uh 50 states, 50, uh, marathon or longer and all 50. So oh, I'm nice. 27 in and Kayla's like original goal was by the time I'm 40. So I'll turn 32 this year. She's like, why don't you do it by your time? You're 35. And I'm like, I just don't think we have enough time, like vacation wise to make that happen. Cause I'm like, did eight last year. We like, we started doing back to backs. Like yeah. did, uh, what I did Kansas and then Oklahoma Saturday, Sunday, and then Delaware, New Jersey, Saturday and Sunday. She's like, nice. see, you can do two races back to back. Like, so we're doing Washington and Oregon later. I'm like, it's still work. Like, I don't, yes. <laughs> it was, was so super. Did you do Alaska when you were up there? Yeah. So that's the reason that's why we were in Alaska. Okay, we, we, we ran in Juneau. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's super funny about Kayla being like that with him, with his wife being like that, is she's not a runner. Right. Right. Yeah. So she's, she's like, an enabler. Yeah. Yeah. She's for sure. Worst kind of enabler. She, awesome. doesn't, she doesn't fully get it. She's like, She's well, like, what's the problem? You ran I, a marathon. Why can't you did one? Because my my PR is like three fifty nine. I was trying to get four hours. I did three fifty nine. I was like done. She goes, why can't you run each one like this? I'm uh-huh. like, did you not see me after that race? <laughs> like, <laughs> the other funny thing is like, if you knock out like a five k in like X, right? She's like, I don't understand why that doesn't translate to a marathon. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> diminishing return like yeah. no like that like yeah. nothing she's like i can't write i can't I run six thirties in the 5k and also in the marathon she's like yes you can yeah what do just, you mean she's like i don't get it why it's just why numbers. are you complaining i came in today uh had a pretty pretty hard run that wasn't expecting to run that hard and i come in she's like and i'm sitting down taking off my shoes and it's taking me a little longer than normal and she's like what's your problem you, you just <laughs> ran 10 miles i'm like listen here okay like, <laughs> but to give her credit uh two years ago 
we did the 40 days of awesome for runner's world from Thanksgiving to New Year's Day. Okay. And she ran a mile outside every single day. Huh. And, and, and I was like, you're giving it a shot. Like she had never really run. Uh, she played volleyball Yeah. and she hit January 1st, ran her mile and she goes, I'm never doing that again. She I said, did you exactly know what? one mile every day, one mile every nice. single day. And she did it in the morning with me. So it's five o'clock in the morning, 15 degrees outside. And she's like, huh. I'm out there. I'm doing my mile. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Like, you know what? I, you gave it a shot. You didn't like it. It's not your thing. I get yeah. it. So that's awesome. That's a, not, not everyone can be idiots like us. Yeah. Not see, everyone's I'm, like, let's see how cool they can run in. I've met so many streakers over like people that run every single day. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I, <laughs> I met a, like, you know, when you run from Alaska to Florida, now you don't meet there. I went like basically a day after I saw you, I didn't see anybody like that ran with me for like a month. Yeah. Oh my God. I went, I went from day four or five. Yeah, once to, you got out of Anchorage. Yeah, all the way to like Fort St. John, BC, which was like day 34 or something. <laughs> so I went like, yeah, like a whole month without seeing, like having anyone to run with. But I did meet a lot of like interesting people along the way. Like, and that's one of like the f- most fun things I knew I was going to have because I had a little bit of that running from San Francisco to New York. Right. But, um, so yeah, like I met a lot, a lot of people that do like run streaks. I've never been about run streaks, but that's like one thing I'm trying to, I'm like, I don't know about like 60 days straight. But like yeah. I consider my, my thing is like I need days where I'm not running, but just to get Strava activity. So like I'll walk. My thing is like two miles. So like if I walk two miles, I can count that as a win just for the okay. day. And so that's what that's like what I'm trying to do right now is just like just physical activity every single day. Chronologically speaking, here's what I'm curious about, because you said that there was that wide gap between when he ran with you before anyone else did. Yep. How big of a group of people, when you started this key to key, how how many people do you think knew you was doing it? Like how I guess like on social media wise, yeah. Did, did you was there like a like what was the growth that happened? To yeah, like when you first took like, mm-hmm. that first step, how many people do you think knew about it? Um, yeah, I, I think a decent amount. You know, it's funny like when I ran San Francisco and New York, no one really knew. Not that many people knew I was doing it. Probably until um, I was about halfway to two thirds in. Um, but this one, because I had like, I mean, it wasn't like, I didn't have like a, you know, Scott Jurek or like Dean Karnazes following, but yeah. I, I did have like, you know, some people that followed my San Francisco, San Francisco, New York run. Um, and so like, it, it was a good amount of people, but when I was, so, but my favorite story is, or one of my favorite stories is like how it all started. And like, I just, I didn't really know that many people in Alaska. And so I had you know, this guy that I was friends with, uh, AJ Schwartz, he, his sister and, uh, sister, sister or sister-in-law. Um, I still haven't met AJ in person, but he was <laughs> <That's Alaska>. awesome. <laughs> but uh, gotta love, gotta she, love 2019. So like when I flew into Anchorage, so I flew to Anchorage from death Valley, well from Vegas. Uh-huh. So like, I didn't even go home. I, after bad water, after DNFing, uh, I was in a really bad mood and I flew into Anchorage. <laughs> Even and I, Pete can DNF folks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> and so I got, you know, I, I went from the airport, got a taxi ride to this really shady motel, which I, that was one of my, one of my other favorite things about the whole run was just staying in really, really like the crappier, the better. Yeah. yeah. Anchor- and Anchorage is a real shithole. <laughs> <It kinda is. laughs> like, surprisingly, like the rest of Alaska is so beautiful yeah. and you get to Anchorage and you're like, well, that was a shithole. I'm leaving this place as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah. That's why the airport's there. So you'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yep. And <laughs> fly yeah. me to Juneau. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, I had a, so then I stayed there for a night 
in uh, Anchorage, got a ride down, and like it, does, it was just amazing. Like this lady gave me a ride all the way down to uh, Kenai Town, which is like a three and a half hour. Yeah, that's a hike. hike. She was like seven hours in her truck that day with her son. And they just drove me down, and we just chatted and enjoyed the ride. And I yeah. had my stroller in the in in the back of the truck. And then I stayed in Kenai Town for a couple of days and decided I want to start the run at Anchor Point, which is the furthest west you can go on continuous U.S. highways. And uh, that morning, like, I just reached out to this lady at the Tourism Bureau, and she picked me up at 3.30 a.m. on, I think it was a Monday. And... And she just drives me down, and the the first thing she says when we dr- get on the highway, she's like, "All right, look out, look out for moose and bear on your bears on your side of the road, and the road that I was going to b- about to run on in a, an hour." And I was like, "Gulp!" And, uh, <laughs> and well, so, shit. So she she drops me off at Anchor Anchor Point. It's, it, it's a it's not really a town. It's just like a point on the map, and it's just on the Pacific Ocean there, um, and. It was just me and her. Like, she dropped me off. I was going to start my run at 5 a.m. that morning. There was a, a bunch of fishermen, like, basically dropping their boats down into the water there. And there was one fisherman, Mike. And so it was like basically summer, Mike and me, just hanging out for a few minutes before I started. And then off I went. And it was like the most unceremonious start. <laughs> I love anything. it. That's awesome. That and, yeah. like, and go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, well, it's 5 a.m. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so it was, it was yeah it was pretty awesome like just the whole start of it and and that kind of was just like the the way i went about the whole run it was just like had a lot of met a lot of awesome people but it was you know just a very grassroots yeah operation was so me and my it was like me running down a road with a stroller and then my sister was like my support team like keeping an eye from the sky with the roads What's kind of funny is, like, before he posts that picture of you, like, of you two meeting, I, I, I hate to admit that I, I had no clue who you were. I didn't either. Yeah. I, I no didn't either. I didn't either until I ran with him and I, he yeah. introduced himself. I'm like, like oh, like, both live in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I, it was so weird. He's like, he's like awesome. yeah, we literally just moved to Ohio. So yeah. he, he, he posts this picture. I'm like, who's this cat? And he's like, check this story. I'm like, <laughs> what? And then I start doing this, like, back. I'm like, oh, no. That motherfucker is like certified gangster. Like, that is like <laughs> solid. I'm like, okay, like I can kind of get behind yeah. this dude. And then like, and like, I started kind of like picking stuff up. But I just think it's really cool that like, like you said, it was like 5 a.m. It's you, this lady from the tourist yeah. bureau, and yeah. like a fisherman. Yeah, and it's like ah, go. Yeah, like cool. Like no, that, that's how our team possum races start. There's not a a gun or a bell. It's race directors. They make their announcements and they're like, go. The only thing that, cer- <laughs> the only thing that's ceremonial about team possum races before yeah, they start uh, special Olympics. Is, they, is they do the special Olympics, uh, oath. like oath. Yeah. Oh, so all of our proceeds, yeah, so all the, all proceeds. the proceeds from special Olympic or from uh, team possum goes to special Olympics. Yeah. Cool. So you always bring like a special Olympic, uh, an athlete, athlete there. out. Yeah. They do the <laughs> oath and then like, all right, well, uh, one of them, she's go. running, a, she's running a half marathon this year. Isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Or the is it ten miler? Ten miler, ten miler, ten miler and thirty k. Yeah, yeah, oh. super cool. I, I, but no, I, like it's just so weird. Like, like he's like, check his picture out. I'm like, who's that? And he's up. I'm like, okay, that is, that's pretty cool. That's, like, not, that's like, that was that was the funny thing about the run was like, I loved the fact that I would meet so many people that had like no concept. Like when I started, most of the people, well, Alaska, a lot of people know where Key West is, but right. then, like when I got into 
into Yukon and British Columbia. <laughs> like, where are you running to? Oh, Key West. And like, oh, is that like town like down the road or? <laughs> <laughs> and, like I just like see like construction. Like guys no no no, or, it's like five thousand miles it's away. Like, it's like we're we're closer to Beijing than we are to Key West. No, literally Holy when I started the run, crap. I was closer to Beijing, China. And um, Google so that, it. It's true, folks. That oh, would be a, that would be a hell of a run just going through Russia to get to China. <laughs> yeah, right. well, Wait, Sarah. Yeah. The the longest Google Maps like walking directions is from like Beijing or maybe it's Vladivostok, uh, Russia on the east coast there to like the tip of south africa yeah. and it's just like the joke's like oh p you should do this it's like yeah well is there a single country there that i could actually like not yeah. get shot in not or get, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> getting visas for all those countries yeah. is not a possible thing when yeah. you got to the border crossing what was that conversation like? oh it was it went easy because uh, i actually had my documents ready yeah. um they, they just like getting back into the u.s and north dakota they weren't too happy about me now this is the this is like this is like <laughs> complete um so canada was uh, okay yeah the u.s was the issue yeah well getting back into the u.s there was canadian friendly u.s not (laughs) shocker but um no it's just like it it was they kind of like slap you in the face like well gee what what allows you to do this in life it's like well i don't buy a fifty thousand dollar car and i take some time off from work (laughs) 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 i I give them kind of like a snooty response to like someone that's you know, doesn't just do their job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, and I tried like <laughs> suck at government employee, but, <laughs> but getting, yeah, getting back into the U S there, I was using my phone. I was taking some photos and I was like, they're like, like they walked up to me. They're like, sir, you're not supposed to use your phone while you're in line to get in, through a port of entry. I'm like, well, that car behind me is, you just don't yell at them because they're inside a car. And like, yeah. <laughs> oh, because so I'm I, like, like, dude, I've been running way too long. Just let me through. Yeah, oh, just, I, I'm not doing Facebook live. Just let me take some fa- freaking photos. Yeah. That's all I, I want to do. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I would have enjoyed being with the border patrol as like some dude rolls up with a stroller. Like, check this guy. Hey, Frank, check this guy out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, a homeless What's Canadian. What's this about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's all this about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Canadian humor. Um, so what's, uh, What's next? I know you've probably had that question like asked a gazillion times. Oh, yeah. But what's your next? Uh, are you... Well, you're not it, entertained? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that I enough? want more. <laughs> are you... Are, are you just going to take time and focus on, on races and, you know, getting stronger, faster, that sort of thing? Or are you trying to, to work towards something? Is there another uh, pie in the sky dream other than yeah. just, just getting stronger? Yeah, there is there. there I have two that I won't say, but yeah. like, um, Ooh, I can't wait. To that's, get a, that's, that's an off air comment. Yeah, it might, it might be, it might be like 20 years from now type thing. I don't know. We'll see, but, no, but, no, but why not no, now? Now, <laughs> That's per true. Pete. Yeah, you need to do it yesterday. <laughs> I mean, per Pete. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna well, take his car back to his house and tell his wife that he's yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> one of these one of these days. Um, yeah, no, there are. Uh, you know, I you know I don't know. You know, like what exactly I'll you know if if I do another like I think that's probably what people are most interested in with my running. It's like I'm not like a marathon like a or like an Olympic caliber athlete, but I, I do know how to like do these multi-day stuff and it's fun. And I, if there was like, if I had like a clone, I would go out and do it all the time and make my clone work for me and <laughs> life would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, for this, for now, at least just get kind of getting, um, getting back into racing. And I haven't done a race in almost four years. That was, scheduled to be under a hundred miles. So like I've done some 24 hour races where I didn't do a hundred miles, but 
you know, the, the intent for all of my races is lately over the last like four years now has been to do a hundred plus miles, yeah. hundred or more miles. And so I want to like finally be comfortable with the fact that I can like sign up for like a 10 K or like a marathon. <laughs> 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 be like, like Pete, you, you know, there are shorter distances than a hundred miles. So yeah, just kind of, but then like, you know, the six day, um, this summer is a big focus and just kind of trying to become like a master of some of those like old man, like sports where it's like more about what's between the ears than what, right. you're, what you're throwing down with your legs. So, so beast of burden is obviously yeah. on it, right? Yep. Anything local in Ohio? Um, I want Yeah. I, I want to do Mohican hundred, um, this summer. So that would be one. So you've signed up. I'm not signed up. I mean, we, I, we have iPhones, man. <laughs> I know. We, I got my, yeah. I could <laughs> sign make up that right happen. Now. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I almost did sign up a couple weeks ago, but I just kind of want to see how beast of burden goes and then play but, it from there. Yeah. Mo's a, Mo's a, a nice race. It's beautiful. I've, I've never run it. I've ran. <laughs> I paced him. The first time I ever ran Mo was pacing him on the third loop overnight which is not a place you want I'm, to just run for the first I, time I'm overnight. Not, I'm not friendly. I'm not an easy person. What, to what's, so how many loops are there? Four. Four. Oh, four. Okay. So it's like so two, to two longer five. loops and then two, what, two 26 loops, two twenty sevens and two twenty fours. Yeah. Yeah. Do that math. Yeah. It doesn't it's, add it's up. not a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I'm not, I'm not a friendly person. Like I can, I can, 50 is like, I, all right, I'll go out and knock out 50 and I can be pretty chipper. Uh, yeah, something that third loop was something a, negative happens about the hundred K mark, man. I'm yeah. a, I'm just not a, I'm just not a fun <laughs> cat to be around. Like yeah. I'm like, yeah, it was great. I just kept tripping over roots and he kept yelling at me. Yeah. That, well, and it's, it's, it's so much about like how good of a headlamp. You, I mean, it's, just, that's the funny thing about those types of races. It's like, it's never something that you think about before. And it's like, Oh, I didn't pack a backup headlamp so i can't put this one on as bright yeah, as i want yeah. to and yeah stuff like that <laughs> and, and it's just uh, like and what's what's great is like you know going back to having a great career like my wife like we like something got misplaced you know mm. fyi wasn't our fault not throwing anyone under the bus yeah. it, it, was not our <laughs> fault the wifey is like nah i got this handle. she's taking care of it like and, and yeah. then like i show up the next aid station there it was yeah. so i'm like all right cool they and misplaced like, they like, misplaced drop bags oh they put yes. two at one location instead oh, of <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, what's funny is, like, the one place they put it was, like, technically where you're not allowed to go. Not crew access, like, yeah. Like, oh. like, hey, listen, you guys put it here. We're, we're coming it. to get it. Yeah, because we I mean? need like, it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but Mosa, it's a, it's a pretty race. It's a fun race. Fun. The weather can be a bitch, though. I hope. Well, weird. See, I did. I So, last summer, I did the Canal Corridor 100, which is a very flat 100-miler yeah. in Cleveland. And I we, wanted it to be hot. It was like the weekend after 4th of July, and it was like 70 degrees because yeah. I was going to use that as my heat training for Badwater. So I hope Mohican's yeah. like – I hope it's 140 degrees So the weird thing year. about <laughs> the weird thing about Mo is I've ran it three times? Yeah, three. Yeah, three. I've done it three. Um, the first year, the first year, it literally rained it on It rained the like entire – 18 right. hours. Yeah. 18 straight hours oh, yeah. it rained. That sucks. The second year, it was just like you're like, sweet Jesus – like turn down the heat. I mean, it was just like it was just constant hot. You crazy then, humidity the last yeah. year. Yeah, and it, then though. and then the third year it was just like swamp normal heat, but just like pinged out humidity the entire yeah. time. Um, but you know how you're talking about how like there's those weird places that people just don't even know exists that's just like yep. uber beautiful. 
Mo is one of those weird places for me. I'm born and raised in Ohio. And with the exception of a handful of years, I've lived my whole life in Ohio. Never knew Mo existed until I got into, mm-hmm. and, and got into trail running. And then yep. you find this place, you're like, what? Who? Why has no one told me about right. this? This, yep. is this is absolutely a beautiful, place. beautiful here. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. You know, hopefully. So I'll you heard it. He signed yeah. up for Mo. Yep. You heard it here first. He's doing verbally committed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We got some more beers we can get in. Yeah. We'll have that. We'll have this. Think about some others. We talked. So John brought up a good point too. Of you saying there's a lot of like beautiful places that people wouldn't see. What's what would you say is like one of your favorite places that you've like only visited because of running? Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. We won't quote you on it, so just one of them. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, it's, you know, not necessarily beautiful, but it's like when people think of like, you know, like I was so obsessed with, you know, doing Western States and I got in the old fashioned way of like just doing a hundred mile trail uh, qualifier every year and um, like, you know, praying to the gods that you get in. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I go to Arkansas, you know, with a buddy and his girlfriend and we go like we stayed at like a little rental there and like, you know, we did the same thing up in Minnesota with a spear and like, just, just things like that. Like, you know, Arkansas, like, yeah, it's, it's not like glamorous or anything. Yeah. It'll really, I mean, there's maybe a few places, but I don't think there's like any amazing national parks, but yeah, just like, like going down like these roads that you would never ever think to go down. Like where you see like hunters and like my first hundred miler was the Ozark hundred and like Southeast Missouri. And, yep. um, it's just like, things like that but then also like i don't know like salt and sea uh, there's like a race out there with it's like a sister race to the badwater 135 and it's a, it's a team race so like you all run the whole ra- run together and so that's always kind of i've done that one a couple of times and it's just you know it's just such a bizarre area and like you learn about like the history of like the salt and sea was like a like a accidental um like commercial uh, gigantic lake sea huh. or whatever yeah. and then now like no one lives down there because it's like all been you know it's it's salty and it, like pesticides wasteland, yeah. Pe- yeah. yeah it's it's just a wasteland but it's amazing it's so cool to like see like the places like that and and really running you know f- key to key i saw a lot of places like that where um you're just like blown away. Like even just running through like Saskatchewan where you can see like 20 miles in every direction because it's so flat and you have like wheat fields around you. (laughs) It's just such a, it's such a cool experience. Like it's just, it's not necessarily what most people would say is beautiful, but it's just like a incredible, like it just makes you like so much more alive and like you just like, it's just different. So like, that's the thing I love about, a lot of these doing a lot of these races is you just, you're just seeing something that's different that you're not used to that really like makes your mind like wander beyond yeah where right. you've ever wandered before yeah so nice yeah anything else on pete stuff nah nah I'm done with him <laughs> <laughs> bye i'm done with you all right see you guys <clears throat> yeah see you. he turned it off he's leaving he's getting his, getting his food to go and he's out of here um so we'll wrap up just some stuff here and then we're eating lunch and we're going to chat some more, but, uh, local events. I'm getting those last two races out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you can check his ultra sign up. He's going to be signed up for Mo and something else by the end of this, by the end of this a- afternoon. But, uh, some local things. Uh, I got an email from REI about this, like REI night run. Apparently it's, it's a free thing. You just sign up for it. They're donating a dollar up to $10,000 saying that you're going to run. I think it's like on February 24th or something like that. Just saying like, Hey, run at night. We're 
to donate $10,000 to something. I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> we'll post a link in the show notes. Uh, just do that. Just sign up for it. It's free, and they're going to donate money. So yeah. REI cool. does good stuff. Hangry, obviously, registration is going strong. Uh, April 13th is the race. We need. Uh, we obviously want you to sign up and run it, but if you don't want to run, you can volunteer. If you don't want to volunteer, just buy some T-shirts. Just come do loops. Yeah, just just come join us at High Banks, the flat, flat High Banks that we've created. It's a super flat course. Um, and then I'll be in Texas for the Cowtown Marathon in a few weeks. So if you're around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, hit me up. We'll grab a beer. Uh, yeah, that'll be a thing. Uh, you have any local events or any of that? Nah, the only thing I got coming up is uh, if you are one of the people who got invited to the Vertical Mile, I'll be up there. Oh, yeah, that's that same weekend. Yeah. I'm so pissed off I can't do that. I can't I wait to be there. No shit. I've thought about it. Dude, come do it. Yeah. You can watch me throw up. I'm at, I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a well, blast. I, well, I was talking to the, the guy that, that runs it, I think, and we were, we were, I was trying to, like, like think of some, like, um, I don't know, like beer mile type things to pull into. You chug beers, I will run for my life. Uh, <laughs> I've done some pretty incredible, like, beer mile type stuff though i mean i just really we'll, we'll have to talk about it next time i just okay. want you, here's here's what i think is fair like this is what I, in my mind this is my only chance i have against pete <laughs> is when we're doing it every loop you have to chug a 40 oh dude i can do that and then i get to keep running <laughs> oh i oh you don't have to chug a 40 no oh well I, we, i'm trying to level how about how about me, how about a 40 for me and a 12 for you and then we'll see that'd be a good leveler that's that's fair I think that's still fair. We'll give you, we'll give, you give me like a, a 40 malt liquor and you, you can just do like a King 12 Cobra Miller light. Oh my God. Can we do, uh, let's drop. <laughs> will you do? Okay. I will pee. I am on everything. Holy. <laughs> I you, forgot how big of a, a loop is, but whatever you do, you do. What's a loop? It's like four, isn't it? Six, I think. Oh, okay. That's, that's all right. That's doable. Okay. All right. <laughs> so at the vertical mile, he is drinking 40s in between a loop of King Cobra. I'm drinking. As long as I'm doing at least as many miles as I am, 12 ounce drinks. That's and I am I am doing and I am doing Bud Lights. <laughs> Bud Light, okay. Can of Bud Light. Oh. As long as it's not the Bud 60 or 55 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Mick Ultra. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking water. Yeah. Flavored water. Um. Yeah, that vertical mile pisses me off. I can't. I'm stoked. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. I like Trevor, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's he's definitely reaching out because we he did uh, fuzzy, right? Yeah, he did fuzzy as well. So that's a that's interesting. That's but yeah, um, Pete, where can people find uh, information about you? Contact with or connect with you rather uh, on the socials and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I love Instagram. I've kind of done more of that lately. Uh, just Pete Gastelnik on there and. Um, same with uh, Twitter. Sometimes I use that. I still haven't quite figured out how to use Twitter, but it's a, it's a millennial thing. Um, and, and Facebook, um, I have a, a lot of Pete's Feet Across America page um, on there. I, sometimes I, I put some funny things on there. So, yeah. We'll put all those in the, the show notes. We'll, we'll put have, the spelling in there for you. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. we we'll have you. it all in there. But uh, you guys can reach out to us on social media at Run Beer and BS. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can send us an email at podcast at runningbeerandbs.com. Send us your race reports, uh, beer recommendations. Just want to say hi. That works, too. If you're not subscribed, consider subscribing to the podcast, leaving us a rate or review on Apple Podcasts, Google, or a, uh, was it a recommendation on Facebook? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Um, we are 100% listening. Listener supported, so 
consider buying a hat or a t-shirt or just giving us money for no products. That's also an option. You can do that. It's the um, preferred option. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, it's easier because then we get more of it. Because <laughs> you buy a $20 shirt, we just don't get as much money because we got to pay for the shirt. Um, and we're nice and we give charity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we're giving, yeah, we give back to charity too. So yeah, we're making even less. <laughs> we got to rethink that. Why are we giving money to people? They don't need it, right? That's how um, we were brought up. I guess so. Uh, and you can visit uh, our website, runningbeerandbs.com slash EP056 for all of our episodes or for the show notes from this episode. And you can see an episode list and all of the links as well. Uh, Pete, thank you again so much for yeah. joining us. We're going to get some grub here. But John, you got anything else for him? Nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace. Peace.